What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet relief. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but every time it seems I lose my mind. My mind. Oh, I. It's self helpless with Kelsey Cook. Delaney Fisher and Taylor Tomlinson. Welcome to Self Helpless. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And this week we are going to be talking about a subject near and dear to all three of our hearts, <laughs> uh, perfectionism. Oh, yeah. Quite yeah. frankly, can't believe we haven't done an episode about perfectionism yet. We do little bits and pieces of it. I feel like every episode. Yeah, it's been yeah. featured in almost every episode, but I think it was time for us to really hunker Dig down deep. and just do a full episode about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to start with a quotable that I don't know what your defuck is. Cause you said you have a defuck into this, but this struck me so hard. Um, how people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. Yeah. By did that Wayne get posted Dyer. on something or did you send that to us that recently? I, that in our I group? sent it to you guys. You sent oh, it to us. That's go. what it was. Because after my defuck moment, which I won't get into, but just, you know, there are shitty people walking around and yep. sometimes you don't know how to handle their energy and you get told like well you should have been shitty back but man it's true like i'm just gonna read it again how people treat you is their karma is their karma how you react is yours yeah mm-hmm. and i just ooh, i love that it's like that one uh, that we brought up about the whole if, if like a boat hit you in in the ocean like an empty boat Versus oh. how you react if there was somebody oh, in the boat that hit you yes. it's like okay you might be screaming at an empty boat or you're screaming at a person Maybe yeah. you should react the same way, like that person wasn't even there. I would just... scream at the empty <laughs> boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we would probably the scream anger. at all of it. But, you know, <laughs> I like that example. I really like it. I don't want to have to think that I have to be a shitty person back to people who are shitty to me. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to make me a bad person. Right. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to be naive and get walked on. But I just, 
I, I really would like to think that karma is real and that if you're shitty to people, that that's going to come back and get you. And that yeah. if you just like look at people and be like, you're a weak person. Yeah, and like, nobody you wants to be around. around. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be around that shit. Yeah. yeah. And like, even if you pretend like, oh, funny, shitty comment, people are like, well, I don't want to be around that person. Like they might to your face be like, oh, you know, no big deal. But no. Yeah. And uh, I, I think there's a way you can take care of yourself and stand up for yourself without being shitty. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll be honest. That was like a really hurtful thing. <laughs> yeah. Say. like my feelings are really hurt by that um you know you might just want to be careful what you say to people yeah. you know and that's like oh that's just being honest that's not even being shitty that's just like i'm gonna stand up for myself i'm not gonna be a dick about it but i'm also gonna take care of myself and maybe they'll yeah. think they'll think about it more than if you were just shitty back They're like yeah. oh she was really sincere i was kind of a dick yeah. you know yeah. might make them reflect but yeah you're right it's hard in the moment because Ugh. in the moment you're like fucking die <laughs> <laughs> yeah but. or like me i just go into shell shock and i'm just like huh okay yeah sure and like right. i can't grasp what is happening until sometimes 24 hours later but right, trying yeah. to get better about it yeah. well and the, the phrase you are a weak person is so freeing i've i've been saying that about certain people i've had to cut out of my life where i'm just like okay you're not because i really struggle with like not thinking people are bad but thinking they're irresponsible or you know just when people like mistreat you but yeah. you know they're not malicious but yeah. you're like you still you still fucked me up like yeah, i don't still inflicting pain yeah right. you still you don't get to just because you know you're wrong like i i wish you were more malicious because it yeah. would feel like you were putting more effort into it so <laughs> just the it sounds dismissive but it's it's the closest i can get to forgiveness sometimes of just going like you are a weak person i'm not yeah i'm i pity you in some yeah. ways and that also sounds really dickish but it's true like it's it's hard being a strong person i think all three of us are strong people yeah i think we're good people i think we stand up for ourselves for other people we're very nice we're very considerate and granted not perfect um but yeah just when other people are inadequate and it hurts you your first reaction is like you want to be angry and you want to get mad that you were collateral damage but you just yeah you have to do what you say and just yeah. go like i'm not gonna let this make me a bad person i'm just gonna cut that out of my life right yeah like remove a, myself remove myself like before we started you were talking about your the thing you were going to talk about yeah the, and you were like i just don't want to live in that anymore yeah yeah i'm done so giving good. that my energy yeah it's kind of like when some if somebody heckles you or like the internet troll type of shit where you mm. just want to be like oh who hurt you yeah like rather than reacting with anger just to be like oh man you must be really like hurting about something because yeah. you feel a need to be shitty to other people it all stems from pain <laughs> it yeah. all stems from pain but uh, you know what i uh did you see what uh, i think it was sarah silverman what she did recently yes. on twitter oh. like that shit is awesome strength to it took somebody, to do that somebody just like replied to one of her tweets like cunt Oh. And she wrote back like, hey, man, I looked at your page it, like you're going through something and I totally feel for you. And like, I have a lot of back pain, too, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, wow. And he responded with like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I am. I'm right. I'm depressed. Things are not going well. And then she like tweeted at some kind of a medical center or chiropractor like hey can somebody help my buddy out with like a free session or something yeah. oh, and man. got him like the help he needed she could have easily been like you're fucking nothing you're a piece of shit go kill yourself yeah, but instead yeah, yeah she was like hey dude i know we're all hurting it's 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 hard life is hard hey, let me try to help you 
that is cool. The co- that was a cool One thing of the to coolest do. things I've ever seen somebody do. And like, it's like, wow. If we all did that, the world would be such a better place. Yeah. yeah. I'm so bad at it. I'm so bad at not being angry when when yeah. people hurt me because I just feel like I didn't do anything to deserve that. Right. And I don't care how bad you're hurting. I'm also hurting. And yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't stoop to that level. Right. Exactly. And it's so hard to just like let go of all that and go like, okay, you know what? That person mishandled my feelings. I, the only thing I can do is not waste any more time on that person. Like you said, yeah. I don't want to live there anymore. Just, you're not a tree. Get up and move. Like, yeah, you don't have to deal with that. Just remove it from your life. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Playing that fucking narrative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that is the quote. I love that quote. I think it's great. Um, you have a defuck moment. I do. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be all <laughs> forgiving and I'm like, <laughs> someone this mishandled <laughs> my feeling. Yeah. Um, I came home the other day <laughs> And uh, guess what was no longer in my parking spot? The, the cone? The cone is gone. Somebody moved your, somebody, somebody stole, stole your cone? cone? Yeah. So the, the, the cone is gone. I don't know who took the cone. Whoa. I have an idea. Who? I, there's, some fr- there's some fratastic guys Fuck. who uh. live in a place. And I know they're fratastic guys because they had one of their one night stands park in my spot once i watched him walk her to the car in his backwards baseball hat and i almost confronted them and i was like let it go taylor you left a note on their car everything's fine and i just but i came home and i was like wait a second where's my cone they probably made a fucking bong out of it or something they probably did oh Oh my god that's horrible i feel like somebody (laughs) kidnapped my child and someone at the bar was like they probably raped her before they buried her like oh my god God. that's That's so horrible uh, and dark that was i'm sorry that was really jesus did you just watch three billboards outside i did on the road alone oh Um, man yeah sorry that's yeah don't watch three billboards on the road by yourself yeah i watched that on a plane i was like oh god that <laughs> yeah, is an emotional movie yeah. yeah wow oh my god well i'm sorry yeah i'm I don't are you gonna get a new one yeah i'm gonna get a bigger one get a bigger i'm gonna one, steal brighter. one from the state <laughs> so it looks because it was just a little baby cone from sure, walmart yeah. like oh a heavy one. i gotta get a fresh cone the wow some people and you park in it's in a garage right like in it's a, it's in a gated lot a gated lot so it's yeah. like somebody in your community oh yeah it's it. someone in my community can you just for be sure like, Those fucking twats, can man. you email your landlord and be like yo someone took my cone somebody not only has been parking in my spot but they're taking my cone because then they should send out a mass email that's like whoever is doing this like there will be consequences i yeah. mean that's how like teachers pet of me to be like you need to speak to a supervisor <laughs> but really like that shit should not happen that just should not happen the problem is it's always a different car that parks in my spot yeah. so it's that's never so somebody the up. same so i that's leave up. notes the first time it happened a girl kept parking in my spot and it was like a misunderstanding and so since then i try not to be too volatile about it but i do just put like somebody parks here sad face and <laughs> you know try oh, not man. to you know get oh. too mad about it but yeah because i've sent her i have sent the the building manager like a text and i don't think she responded and i was just like all right should, well yeah. no you should be like listen i'm a professional comedian i'm on the road a lot i need my spot protected what yeah. can you do 
I'm what gonna, I'm gonna put do? up a dog gate or something. I try to take care of myself with my cone that I purchased with my money, and now it's time for you to step up your shit. Like, that's what I do. Not cool. Only because how shitty is it coming home late and somebody's so in shitty. your spot? I would crumble. That's awful. It happened to me one time, and I yelled at the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. One I can't time. believe that you saw that guy walking his one night stand to the car, and you'd. I would have marched up <laughs> and freaked out. Like, this is my fucking spot. What are you doing? I would have lost it. <laughs> if I saw who it was. Yeah. Oh, I but I just don't out. like my neighbor was blasting music for like hours on a Saturday. And I wanted to go say something. And I texted my sisters cause they weren't home. And I was like, does he do this a lot? And they're like, yeah, sometimes. And I was like, have you ever said anything? They're like, no, because we're probably loud sometimes, too. And I was like, you empathetic shits. Are you serious? <laughs> this is insane. Loud. He's whistling. He's oh, whistling yeah. along to the music. I don't know. I just don't get people being inconsiderate. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh, think they're so blatantly inconsiderate. But yeah. whatever. Park I'm in sure. your own damn spots. Yeah, I'm sure if I've been anybody, that guy, any too. Any parking stealers are listening. Yeah. That's some <laughs> bad karma. That oh, is yeah. some bad karma. <laughs> tie back anyway. into our quotable um yeah do, do you, you have a, a uh thing? i treated myself it's a nice little simple thing that anybody can get uh to one of those like dr shoals foot sole situations oh, and i just like you know my feet hurt at the end of the day yeah and i'm like what am i doing these things are like a few dollars at cvs yeah, and so i just bought little um yeah little insoles for my feet and like yeah they feel great because i suffer from like really bad foot cramps and like calf oh, cramps like charlie oh, horse really? type of shit and so I just feel like that will be a little bit more helpful getting some, you know, some support for my arch. Especially with Converse. Yeah, Converse. No support. Really oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to start putting them. I'm going to get the, um, I'm going to keep the these ones for my Converse. And I want to get those gel inserts for like boots and shit. Yeah. And just really fuck some shit up down there. Can you guys you see know? how flat my feet are that I have literally like no arch? Oh, yeah. Feet. So Converse oh, yeah. with me so is just like a recipe for disaster. It's just mm. like pancake on pancake. It's just like. Plank. Yeah, try them out. They're just. Yeah. Okay. They're everywhere. Ooh. They Yeah. My feet feel really good. I gotta awesome. get some of those. Get treat yourself. Oh, I have a treat yourself. I have like a kind of a treat yourself. I don't know if we want to say it. Yeah, I feel it. like we're always my, we've been good lately about every we all have a treat yourself. Yeah, yes. my treat yourself was to get on OkCupid, and then a week later, I treated myself to deleting it. <laughs> <laughs> like this is overwhelming uh yeah i just i didn't i don't know there was too many and like i was telling kelsey while you were out getting uh our guest for our last episode like it's just every time you got on the app as a woman you felt like you were like logging back into your email after a long vacation where you're just like yeah. there's so many things i have to respond to and it was just so much and i like you know met some cool guys on there but it's like i don't have time like going on a few dates within one week was like a ton like oh, that yeah. that's so much that's time and lot. effort because you used to like line them up at the same oh, coffee yeah. place I like in a, a day fucking beast dude i <laughs> i would line that shit up like interviews because that's how i treated them like i'm yeah. interviewing you to be my potential boyfriend it's a big deal <laughs> <laughs> it's an important no, i swear I to god the most yeah. i've ever done in one day is three dates i had um like I had, an hour each i had yeah about 45 minutes to an hour Jeez. i had lunch with somebody and then i had tea and then i had dessert all at the same place <laughs> all oh at the same place my back to god. back there was this there's this great coffee shop slash lunch place right around the street or right <laughs> around the corner brothel. yeah from my <laughs> from my old apartment and i would just that's where i'd have people meet me and i <laughs> so i had my first date it went fine whatever and and then i went to my car just to like 
put like a different jacket on and a different scarf because I didn't want the cashier to recognize <laughs> <Sorry>. wigs. <laughs> came back with my second date and then my second date ran a little bit longer than i wanted and i'm like oh, oh my god my no. third date is going to be here soon i need to get this guy the fuck out of here <laughs> because i do not want to be caught by my third date oh and so god. i was like listen um i actually i have to get going i have a, a meeting this is when i was writing my lifetime thing so i had like legitimate deadline excuses i'm like i have a deadline i'm really sorry so nice meeting you and then I just like went around the corner for a few minutes until my third date got there, met him, went back in. Anyway, whole process. Um, but yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a numbers game, dude. I like I would just like oh. I, I'm you meet the the first date. I always met for either like ice cream or tea because I don't want to be there longer than forty five minutes. Yeah, I mean if yeah, it's, if it's going great. well, fine. You can be like, hey, let's take a walk, whatever. Yeah. Um, but if it's Strategy. going shittily, it, then I would tea is all i want to do with you because yeah. that's real quick and then yeah. i can make an excuse to I leave i feel like you know so quickly like dude you know within the you first, know few minutes, first few minutes first few minutes a minute minute and a half i know if i'm gonna have a good time or not yeah. You know, yeah it's just so it's so immediate yeah so immediate um, i mean you, yeah yeah i got coffee with this guy who was like very nice and you know very cute it's like what you were talking about you're like oh this is like a great whatever i just am yeah. not feeling it yeah and like I think I said within the the 45 minute coffee date, I think I even said like, all right, so let's not continue dating, but like, let's, and I made like a joke about, oh so, my God. let's be business partners <laughs> in this idea that we had. Like, yeah. it was like that, but he was, there was nothing wrong with him. Right. He was super cute. Like looked exactly like his picture, looked better than his picture. And yeah. I just was like, eh, I don't know. Like I'd been on a couple really good dates with like somebody else that I liked. So I was just like, eh, that's not like, yeah, totally. you know, just yeah. the nice thing is like online dating, like you don't know this person, like there's not a whole lot to lose like yeah. yeah i i found myself like being pretty honest on stuff like hey totally did you want to like get together yeah. again like honestly i had a, I had a great time meeting you but i i just didn't feel it um like best of luck on here and like wow. you know if we run into each other we're friends whatever but i had so many instances where i'm just like there's no point to lie to this person like i'm never yeah. gonna see this person again oh man one time uh, <laughs> i was i was talking to somebody on like the okcupid okay app and I, <laughs> I ordered a lift and I got in the car and it was the dude that I had like just stopped talking to on the fucking dating app. And he was like, oh, Delaney. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, I think we're, um, we're talking on OkCupid right now. And I was what stuck. Is your life? I was stuck in the car with this guy that I had stopped talking to on a dating app. Are you serious? Yeah. And so that's How when I was like. huge city could that have happened? Dude, it was nuts. So I actually, I, I kind of took a break from the apps at that point because I'm like oh my god i was like i could i was stuck in this car with this dude for like 30 minutes you know um so yeah wow. you know stuff like that happens which is funny but that's just because i was i was seeing so many different people like i was yeah. really for me it was a numbers game yeah i'm like if i go on 20 first dates i will probably like one of them enough to date them more <laughs> yeah or see them again <laughs> and then often when i set it that high like okay i'm gonna go on 20 dates i would usually meet somebody within five dates but right. if i set it high i'm like okay this is gonna be a long process and then i'd be pleasantly surprised if i had fun you know a few dates later with somebody oh. but, but yeah. you were very specific you wanted to be in a relationship yeah i was right? looking for a relationship yeah i feel like apps are yeah. great if you have the time yeah. to do that to do the put in the work yeah it's like a part-time job it really is yeah, i've been job. asking people because i got i stayed on it just long enough to get a great new seven minutes <laughs> and i i've been asking women in the audience like how do it's like so much work and they're like oh yeah it's a second job exactly it like yeah. it's 
insane how much work it takes and i just ended up asking all these guys like what do you think of this like yeah. is this fun and most of them were like no, no. it's a lot of work and yeah. it's a numbers game it is and it's just like okay like and even when some guy was like really cool i'd be like oh, i'm just there's just you're just another message i have to respond to it's and i have tiring. to like, think yeah. of a witty thing to say it's just uh, a lot oh yeah well that's why i would i would go back and forth like i didn't mean i need a break from this this is so much work i'd go off of it for six months i'd date people that i would meet you know through yeah. stuff like comedy and god knows what else <laughs> and then i'd go back like no 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 i can't do that i want to go back on the on the dating apps and meet people i wouldn't run into but oh it's a process dude but i like i met boyfriends from okay yeah. cupid like i had success like it didn't work out but i liked people enough to date them mm-hmm. and a lot of i think a lot of times like you meet somebody and they check off all your boxes and they're wonderful people but there's just not the spark there so yeah and then i met my boyfriend you know organically through you know work and yeah. softball and shit like that so yeah. i don't know it's, it's an interesting process mm-hmm. yeah god damn <sighs> yeah well anyway yeah should we get it's into also the, yeah, yeah well here's how i'm gonna segue the <laughs> i think it's hard to the dating because the way you're talking about how you were approaching it is very much that of a perfectionist right? oh, just like, yeah. let me line up all these you know 45 minutes and i'll have breakfast and then dessert and like that's all just the mind of a crazy person and most oh, yeah. of these people on these apps are not like that they're just like let's hook oh, up man. or like yeah. they want a relationship but they're you know whatever yeah. and we don't do anything half-ass yeah so it's hard to focus on more than one person at a time i oh, feel like yeah. absolutely Dude, i was reviewing their profiles like i was interviewing them for a job yeah. i would like bring up so i see that you've done this and this can you tell me a bit about that you know like shit like that yeah um Sorry, but my uh cat is this is by the way i know you guys can't see this but my cat is currently getting into our podcast bag and the whole thing is gonna <laughs> it looks like a suitcase that you're she's about fall. to go for a you're trip gonna fall. and there she goes <laughs> there she goes oh she's not even that scared of it <laughs> <laughs> that was america's funniest home videos oh, live was good stuff. It's just on no, his head. Just that like, was so funny still in there oh, um oh, oh one one time i went on a uh, two dates with these two dudes and i liked them equally and couldn't figure out who i wanted to date more and that was a problem for me because i'm like do i really like both of them equally or am i really not that interested in either one so what did you do i ended up dating one that became my boyfriend for a few months and then we broke up because neither of us were feeling it it felt very forced and now i realize i wasn't interested in either of them yeah but because they checked off all my boxes and they were nice and attractive and all these things i was like i'm just gonna i just gotta go for it and try it yeah but i had to like pick i had to like weigh the options which one i wanted to date well i feel like it's hard how many like how many times have you been out with both of them by the time you figured that out because i feel like the three first, dates each okay all yeah. right yeah because i feel like it takes it takes a few times like the mm-hmm. first time you can have a good time and be like well that might have been a fluke you know yeah. and then oh, you go on the yeah. second one and you're like oh wow like that was actually really great yeah. and i might actually like but even then you're like i'm not you know it takes like three to however many or or you just like when i met cam i was like oh this is how i was supposed to feel yeah you just oh. fucking know oh yeah you just i sparked know. with kane immediately it's immediate yeah, yeah. that's why i'm like if that's, i i've been doing that for the last few years and it has not gone great so <laughs> we're gonna try something you different just gotta get a good mix yeah. we're gonna try slower i've yeah. sparked with all, every boyfriend i've had and yeah. I mean, it doesn't work out yeah yeah i think when i'm saying spark is something different like i think i was texting you guys after my first day with that one guy where i was just like no it was actually it was just like nice it was just like a yeah. nice yeah but i don't know if that i'm like maybe that's bad i'm like i just don't know if anybody's actually interested unless like we're all like crying or manic like uh-huh. you know because that's been like the last few relationships i've been in where it's just been like you know 
two weeks in like we're in love like this is it because yeah. i've been you know leaving right. or it's just been it's just like that's yeah something you're gonna have to break that pattern right no i just want like yeah. a normal regular thing yeah like respond you know like adult responsible yeah. mature relationships yeah. aren't yeah. gonna be like i'm so in love with you i want to have your yeah. babies right now it's date number four like it, that yeah you know you could be right. feeling those things but usually you just kind of ease into it a bit yeah, yeah. And, um well oh. also i think i've shared Exciting. this on the podcast before it is the most powerful thing my old therapist ever said to me and it was after i came off of the relationship with my ex who had borderline mm. yeah. she was like your next relationship might feel a little bit lackluster mm. just because it's healthy yeah as opposed to unreasonably high highs and unreasonably low lows yeah. mm -hmm. which sets your brain up to think that that's the sort of like chemical pattern it should be feeling all the time right yeah when it's just a healthy relationship is not supposed to be that chaotic right you know there mm -hmm. will be highs and lows but it's almost like if it's a roller coaster it's like baby hills like as yeah. opposed to like crazy feeling like you're on drugs insanity um yeah so yeah i think sometimes if you're coming off of a pattern of uh craziness the next thing can feel like oh is, am i really is this a good thing is this enough but yeah it's like yeah i guess you just have to figure it out yeah Absolutely. yeah yeah um but should we get into the yeah yes perfection we got a lot to kelsey found a great so article things. yeah that kind of sparked us wanting to be like oh have we not done a full episode on this yet mm -hmm. and uh so yeah i'm gonna refer back to the shine app which one of our listeners um yeah the person who recommended it and i love it thank you again i can't remember who recommended i feel like it. it was probably hannah or one of the regular the listeners the, one of the ogs yeah but <laughs> maybe not app. i can't remember yeah hannah you, the og yeah the OG. <laughs> shout out to hannah if you guys are not familiar the shine app is it's amazing it sends you a new article every day that's just kind of to make you feel better and then you do a daily check-in where it asks you to say what you are um grateful for today and we're going to cool. do to feel better about yourself that day um and so one of the articles that was sent a few days ago was five ways to get through that cringeworthy screw up. And I'm just like, oh, mm. man, I feel like as perfectionists, especially in comedy, we deal with that sort of a feeling all the time yeah. because we're in the like in the public. We're performing for people. And right. if you make a mistake, it feels very public, all that. Um, and so what I wanted to read um, it says perfectionism holding yourself and others to unattainable standards has mm -hmm. long been the arch enemy of self-worth and research shows a significant upswing in perfectionism since the eighties. It underpins depression, anxiety, procrastination, self-criticism, risk adversity, and creative or anything paralysis mm -hmm. and fuels a persistent fear of underachievement and not being good enough. Um, and then it says, Enter the age of social media with a 24-7 open window to the lives of others. We're constantly comparing ourselves. What we have, what we do, who we are. It's no longer enough to fret about what the Joneses are doing. It's everyone, even people we don't know, like, or will never even meet. Right. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mm, um, so... I mean, I could keep reading. Do you Please, want to I mean, in? yeah, it's all good. It's such That's, a good article. We're just sitting here going, "Yep, okay. yeah." Yep. It's oh, a man. really, really, really good article. Um, and then the next headline of it says, "I'm so over being told that failure is good," which oh. I really like resonated with me Oof. because people are like, "Well, if you were unhappy with something, just." Look at what you can learn from it. And, and, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to fail. I don't yeah. want to I want to do it perfectly the first time. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um, we are always trying so hard not to fail that when yes. anybody else fails us, it is a huge betrayal mm, because it's yes. like, dude, I am killing myself right? yeah, to, to not, be perfect and to not disappoint anybody around me. So when people disappoint us, we're like, why aren't you trying as hard? And we're just jealous. We're just right. jealous that they're not as afraid as <laughs> that, us. Oh yeah. They're just like, yeah, they're willing to, to let themselves fail and be okay with it and learn from it and grow with it. And, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I thought, um, I did, I, I just Wikipedia this, uh, just to get some general stuff. And I thought it was interesting that there, uh, that there's, it's been argued that there's two contrasting types of perfectionism, uh, classified as, um, normal, perfectionism or neurotic perfectionism normal perfectionists are more inclined to pursue perfection without compromising their self-esteem and derive pleasure from their efforts and neurotic perfectionists are prone to strive for unrealistic goals and feel dissatisfied when they cannot mm. reach them um yeah and there's That's some me. some different things yeah it's interesting because i um i feel like i s i feel like i set realistic goals Mm-hmm. and i can usually reach them just because i'm crazy and uh, workaholic tendencies and all that i don't think i set unrealistic goals but maybe i do and i'm just so used to it mm. that i don't see it as unrealistic i don't feel like or at least you haven't expressed it to us i don't feel like you experience a lot of self-hatred the way that i do and maybe yeah. the way that you do sometimes 100 percent. yeah um, I, all the time. I experience a lot of self-hatred but mm. i don't feel like I feel like you get stressed about things, but I right. don't feel like you do something and then hate yourself. You have less anger. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about it. You're yeah. just not as angry. Right. I think I'm more, uh, I like when I second guess stuff or like, oh, I, that wasn't a great set or that was a weird thing to say. I'm just like, oh, well, fuck it. I mean, what, what can I do? You yeah. know, I just like, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but. I guess I just have to work harder at that thing if I don't want that to really happen as frequently. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, but, you know, I ruminate on some things, but yeah, I think I just, I think I just chalk it up to, well, I didn't work hard enough at that one thing, Mm. which Uh, could be, and is that really the case or is it you being unrealistic on i don't know mm. because uh, it's kind of a weird line because i totally like i don't i've never i've never been fully into stand-up i've never whole assed stand-up <laughs> before you know what i mean whole i've asked. never been all in yeah. yeah so whenever i'm like well uh, what the fuck was that i'm like well i don't do it full-time so like i'm not gonna be as good as other people you know or like shit like mm. that or like 
even in my day job, I'm like, well, I'm not whole assing this day job. This is just a means to an end until I can do a, something creative for my day job. Yeah. So if I'm like, I didn't get that thing done, done, done today, I was like, well, I'm also balancing all this with creative shit. So whatever. I mean, you it's know? super healthy. That's how I feel about is foosball. It? I have like a much more healthy thing. Like I'll go to the competitions and if I lose a certain match, I like I get mad. But I'm able to let it go fairly quickly because I'm mm. like, you don't practice anymore. What do you expect? Mm. Interesting. You're yeah. playing people who practice every day the way that you practice stand up every day. Interesting. Of course, they're going to come to this table and be like more prepared than yes. you are. You have to r- recognize that you're doing this as a hobby. Yes. Mm. See, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about stand up. Yeah. Stand up is a hobby for me. I mean, I get paid for it a lot of the time, which is very nice. But I've never treated it like my profession because I've never wanted to go there or allowed myself to go there but if i think if i did i think i would be much more on your guys's level of eliminating and hating things and all that stuff but i've never i've never whole assed one thing i've never been so because i have that uh, you know i'm i'm in a million things all the time which is like another issue Yeah, yeah but i i've never allowed myself to do one thing and try to do it really fucking well yeah which is something i'm definitely working towards this summer as you guys know i'll announce it when it gets closer but yeah. i'm gonna really really whole ass so one thing yeah in my the first time in my life i'm gonna wow. be really really deep into something and it's gonna be like my main thing yeah yeah so who knows what kind of shit that will bring up yeah that's a very uh, good point you know? because i mean i've that's something i've been working through in therapy which i'm sure you probably feel this way too but i don't want to speak for you is that so much of my self-worth is tied up in stand-up yes yeah because yes this is the only career i've ever had i mean i've been doing this since right. high school i don't yeah. I've had three other jobs and like it was a receptionist and two restaurant jobs. Like I've, I've never done anything else and I don't have a college degree and I don't have a backup plan. And as successful as I've been, I, I am fully aware that it could go away at any time. And sometimes I wish it would, Uh, (laughs) but like when you're so, when you do whole ass something as a perfectionist, you have your, your, your hand in so many different pots that you it almost makes it easier to be healthier about you know setbacks or failures because like you said sure. you're like i'm balancing you know like sure i'm i'm still very successful at all of these things that i'm not even whole assing so right. if i did whole ass it i would be great you know yeah. right. so but with us it's like we wake up and it's it's stand up and this podcast yeah that's our whole yeah. thing so if we have a bad show it's like, oh, that's a real blow to my identity. It's mm. you're so much of your identity invested so into it. So interesting. And stand up itself is so personal. It's not even like yeah. acting where you you are doing your writing. Right. You're mm. performing your words and your thoughts. And if it doesn't resonate with the crowd, it's it feels so personal, like a reflection on yeah. you. It's see but then there's the other side of it like i've never allowed myself to get deep into one thing therefore Mm. sometimes i feel like i have not reaped the positive benefits of doing that Mm. you know like i always feel a little bit out of place no matter where i am or what Mm. i'm doing so when i fully go into something which i'm i'm excited to explore what that feels like i think the failures are going to feel really really heavy but the successes are going to feel really fucking good yeah which i i've had nice successes in in comedy but eh, i always felt like well yeah that was that was that was cool and i'm like very grateful but like that was a fluke 
Mm. You know, like I've never, yeah. I've never been able to like really, really own fucking it. own it and be like, oh yeah, like this <laughs> is me and this is paying off. And yeah, I don't know. It's always been like a weird, uneasy feeling no matter where I'm at. Wow. But who knows if you would even fully feel like that because right. especially like, you know, Kelsey and I have been talking so much about like the sort of postpartum feeling after yeah. doing something huge that you've been working towards, mm. um, which I just keep hearing people talk about on, you know, podcasts and like the Gary Shandling documentary and all this stuff. Yes. And I keep oh, texting yeah. you. I really right need to watch that when you send that to it's me. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's I'm a part in the Gary Shandling yeah, documentary. Can you share that for a second for yeah. the podcast listeners? So there's a part in the Gary Shandling documentary where Bob Saget is talking about being backstage at the Tonight Show mm-hmm. when Gary Shandling did his first appearance and how uh gary came off stage crying like just fell into his arms and was like i don't know what to do now and yeah. he was like he's like i don't know what happened i don't know what to do and the gary said Saget's that's all like, i've ever wanted and right. now i did it and now i've done it that's now all what? i ever wanted and now and now i've what do i do and bob Saget's just like you'll do it again like you know yeah. like right. but that that depressive thing that comes after that huge thing that you've worked with. and i mean who who should deserve to feel more like i fucking got this more than you about the tonight show <laughs> getting Same. on the tonight show completely you know at this point in at that point in your career completely unwrapped like that's so hard it's hard Same. to get on with a manager and a team of agents and you did it with nobody <laughs> and even you afterward were like i could have done something different yeah mm-hmm. and it's impossible could, yeah it's impossible to feel completely satisfied right i'm like really learning that about myself which sucks like it was a big thing in therapy today about and i was telling taylor about it a little bit where i have a really bad relationship with myself mm. and i'm scared that in 30 years i'm gonna look back on any of my successes and be like was i even did i even enjoy them mm. yeah, which is scary because so far i don't know if i truly have i feel like i have let the way i beat myself up overtake mm-hmm. any sort of just sitting down and being like wow i that's amazing i even did these things this right. is so cool instead i'm just like you could have been better you could have f- found a way to it's just it's nonstop. well it's one of those things where like that's why you have to celebrate your victories because if you don't nobody else is going to in this yeah. industry especially yes and you guys are so in into it like everybody around you is getting cool shit yeah. so it doesn't it, yeah. it kind of it tum- t- feels like less less of a thing even though it's a huge deal but yeah. it's like well this person was on it this person's do it got a, uh, their own show whatever yeah you kind of minimize how fucking great you do the it is. same thing we were like ah, this is just a lifetime movie it's but like you did a good job i mean you had a viewing party and like that was super fun and yeah. like yeah my mom made me yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh she made i was like mom we can just order pizza and watch her's like no no we're doing it oh you yes. know? so, so nice. even I, have to, I have to have yeah. reminders too like hey listen you know you should celebrate this in the moment because it's going to be gone in, in a flash and another scary thing about this industry is that there's no ceiling no you, you do one thing and then it's on to the next because it's a limitless it's limitless possibilities in this industry <sighs> nobody's ever completely done it's not like we've talked about you know you don't go to college for four years and you get your degree and now you have your degree mm-hmm. yeah i'm so it's, envious of jobs like that there's no there's no end thing even at most companies you become partner it's like what we right. are our business we're already partners yeah <laughs> we're just trying to make it a better company right yeah. every day and i'm sure a lot of people can uh, this resonates like i don't know you like my cousin is a social worker and she's getting certain licenses to get her own practice and then when she has her own practice i'm sure there's going to be certain goals that she wants to hit this amount of clients this amount of clients so i, I know that it's like this in every industry but like very much so in entertainment there's like 
there's no yeah choose your own adventure end game you know so that's another thing it's like well you did this okay well now what there's like a million other things that i could be doing that is going to be top this yeah Yeah. and that's tough i've been finding and i think i've gotten better about this over the years but just enjoying enjoying not just when when you reach the goal and like you know the viewing party or like when your friends come out to watch it at the stand like yeah i i have like little bursts i don't know if you guys get this you have little bursts of like gratitude where you like really look at your life and you look at everything you've got and you go oh man i'm the shit (laughs) like oh my god like that was part of why i got on that dating app for a week because i had a burst of like oh i'm awesome and i would just like some people to tell me that for a minute right. and then i was fine and then i got over it. but i'll have moments like that where i really go for stuff and it's it's i try to really soak up those moments of like i'm enough i'm more than enough i'm doing great yes i've gotten lucky but i also deserve these things that i've gotten because i've worked for them and you know because it's gonna pass like a cloud it's just gonna yeah. it's gonna be gone it's gonna dissipate and so you have to really like grab onto that and tell somebody that loves you so they can go like hell yeah you do uh, you know because yeah. it's really like that's why when you got the tonight show i remember i randomly called you and i was just like can i just say like how amazing it is that you <laughs> got this this way and you've worked so hard and it's going to be incredible and just really appreciate that and you're like yeah i'm really excited to do it but i'm just trying to you know stay focused i'm like you have to know how incredible it is and you have to really soak it up and be impressed with yourself like other people are impressed with you i feel like the three of us thank you do a very good job of doing that for each other oh yeah and terribly for ourselves yeah terribly we do i almost reject it when you say i almost get uncomfortable like i don't know how to accept the nice things yeah. that you're saying i'm just like no it's it's fine but it's like i, I why or why? yeah or like taylor you got the fucking you have a netflix special coming out you're like oh, you know i'm awesome i know it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a netflix 15 you know whatever. i was like no it's the it's fucking netflix you know, know like you we all do that me. shit i like i can't remember we were on the phone and i was like you like mentioned it and i was like i don't remember are you why doing do- that and you're like yeah and i was like um were you gonna tell me and you're like oh did i not already i just know like, i always feel no. like it's gonna fall through before i get there right it's like you don't trust the i was like that with the tonight show though i was like yeah i didn't i you I, waited I, a few days to tell me i still felt weird <laughs> even telling anybody because it's just like i just wanted like the contract and like i just wanted to see it in writing yes because shit happens shit happens oh, all yeah. the time in this oh, business yeah. and like I didn't tell I didn't tell anybody when I knew that the booker had sent it to the executive producers. I didn't even tell Kane. Wow. I told no one. It was yeah. between like me and myself. Yeah. Because I just was like, I just don't even want to talk about it. I just I know that it's being sent, and I will just wait and see, and we'll see. Right. But I I couldn't talk about it with anybody. Yeah. It freaked me yeah. out. It's uh I think when you when you get like comedy is such it's a lifestyle like this this profession is a lifestyle kind of cult-like in a way sometimes like when you get so into it you forget like what other things are like and you have to kind of remind yourself and i think that's like that with any profession or hobby or whatever you're doing like if you get really deep into it and you're only hanging out with people who do it and you're always around it and there's not a whole lot of other activities you're incorporating i think you get very overwhelming and i think it's nice you i think everybody has to step out of that zone for a while just to remind themselves like go to lunch with friends who don't know anything about comedy be able to talk about other professions other things other hobbies bring up that stuff and they'll be like holy shit that's incredible like just to get that confirmation from each other about other areas of life is a nice reminder too like you got to get away from comedians 
probably more oh, frequently yeah. than you guys are doing. This yeah. weekend you know? at Spokane was like a huge like change of perspective because yeah. I went home, I did like the morning like news stations and like Fun. the radio stations, like things that I listened to my whole life or like yeah. watched growing oh, up. So cool. And like oh, so many of my old teachers came out to my shows and that's cool. Every person was just like, Oh my God, like it was fabulous. This is so exciting. You you're like our hometown hero and we're just <laughs> all rooting for you. And it's so sweet. Yeah. It's amazing because when i'm not there in spokane and like zoomed out to that point i am in la or in new york and i'm sitting at like the fucking cellar table surrounded by people who where i'm like fucking the bottom of the totem pole you know and it's just like getting the tonight show in that environment just feels like okay well that's just adding to my credits you know it's just a credit compared to everybody else you're around and then you go to somewhere like spokane and everybody's like it was the biggest thing ever (laughs) yeah you're a star (laughs) like it just makes you feel so nice and you're like wow maybe i should have felt more like that but instead i just was like just fucking grind and don't you know don't brag about it online just you know be like oh i'm happy about it's like oh you get so in your head yeah Yeah. you gotta step out of that zone and you dismiss those people too who are like it's incredible and you're just like you, they don't know. They, they don't, don't get it. it. They have no idea how. Yeah, yeah I didn't even deserve These this. Bumpkins, <laughs> yeah, These are country are folk. <laughs> yeah, know. it's just, and it's <laughs> as much as comedy is a lifestyle because I want to relate to people with you know obviously different careers. Like it's perfectionism is a lifestyle. Just being this yeah. hard on yourself yeah, dude. all the time. I mean, even as you realize you want different things, Delaney, yeah. you're filming this special. You're not even waiting until the special's in the can <laughs> to plan your next move. I know. We're dude. sitting here like, you have a show every night, bitch. And you're like, it's crazy to me. I mean, it's uh, not crazy because I know you, yeah. but just, you're like, yeah, I just, I have everything set up and it's That's just ready right. to go. And oh, April 16th, geez. here we go and it's like <laughs> that was another thing of the gary shandling documentary i'm gonna keep referencing I it because it's great it. zen diaries of gary shandling watch it on hbo now um it, he, there's i'm at the point where he hosted the emmys and he like afterward he's like oh i think i'm done for a little while and he like travels and takes some time off wow. yes. and just because that's been what we've yeah. been dealing with and delaney already took that time off and it was so watching her do something so great for herself and for that to be so beneficial and really clear her head I mean, I canceled some things and I took some time off and I was able to like write new stuff and like clear my head and like do some different things and try to sleep. And it still didn't feel like enough time. And I still am like, oh, I need more time. But I now I'm like, okay, now I I know that this is beneficial and I can schedule this out. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard to work through those feelings of inadequacy that are self-imposed. And no matter how many people tell you to take a break in whatever you're doing comedy you know you have a really stressful corporate job whatever you're doing you know uh, listen to the people who love you like yeah because if you can't love yourself other people will do it and you know kelsey and delaney have been that for me i hopefully you know we've all been that to each other at some point but you just you need people from an outside perspective to be like you're fine yeah everything's fine everything's fine everything's (laughs) fine you are creating 
you are creating issues yeah. for yourself. And how nice is it to take a break and then come back and realize nothing fell apart while you were yes. taking care of yourself. Right. You know, that fear of like, oh my, the FOMO fear. If I take five days off, my, my career's over. Well, I'm yep. never going to fucking work again. Right. You know, like all these crazy thoughts. And it's like, no, you just took a week off like a normal human being would at right. any job. Right. And now you're back and you feel rested and you're writing new material and your head has space for other shit. Like yeah. it, it's so necessary. I got yeah. excited to be on stage again. Before yeah, that, it was great. like it was like I was being forced on stage by someone with like a gun to my head because yeah. I was just like I can't do it. Like I can't get it up for these yeah. people tonight. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I don't know how I'm supposed to do it. And after you know a week of not going up or like five days, I was like oh, I'm like excited to like go on stage tonight. Like yeah, I'm excited to try new stuff. Like this is I'm excited to get back into the process of it. And yeah, to realize okay, I'm not gonna suck all of a sudden because yeah. i took time off and everybody has to do that it, performance whatever whatever you're doing you need to take breaks because otherwise you're just grinding yourself into dust you're not enjoying your life yeah and no. it's you're it's shooting yourself in the foot because yeah. we grind ourselves into dust going if i just worked harder because i'm not i don't do that thing where i go okay well i'm balancing everything and it's fine i go well you're clearly not balancing things well enough because you failed and if you had just done this this and this if you had eaten better today if you had worked yeah. out all week and if you had done this if you were doing all the things you had to do then you would be fine but you're not and you suck and that's why you suck yeah Ugh. yeah we're, we're the worst to ourselves i mean like as shitty as other people can be we beat oh. ourselves up more yeah. than anybody could ever i yeah. told taylor that if i treated like a boyfriend or a friend the way that i treat myself and the way i talk to myself oh, they yeah. would be gone yeah so fast yeah it's emotional it's abuse and it it's is so emo emotionally abusive it's yeah. crazy it's like you just have to constantly it's like you have to constantly remind yourself and fill your head with positive things it's just like a constant job like i gotta constantly like look at quotes that are nice and friendly yes. and i have yeah. to constantly look at fun sweet images and like because it's just yeah it's a it's like a full-time job trying to just feel okay yes and um i don't know i think a lot of my anxiety and weird feelings and like having to constantly achieve and be busy and feel like i'm in control of stuff is the fact that like when i'm just not like when i'm just being i i think about death and how we're all just gonna die yes and, and yeah. feeling like i have control over something obviously makes that feeling go away but i just have this like oh god nobody knows what's going on and none of us do and then you know it could happen tomorrow and like i what the fuck right. and that and i just go into this like oh deep spiral and like when i have a project i'm so entrenched in that project mm. and i feel good yeah. and i feel like i'm in control even though control is a complete illusion uh i just feel like better yeah so i need to get better with just being and not having a task and feeling okay with the unknown do you feel uncomfortable journaling like, I don't make you uncomfortable. I'm not a fan of journaling just because I I have anxiety about writing things down that are private or personal, knowing that if somebody can read, they can read my shit. Right. Like it's just a weird. If somebody can read, it's so weird. I would <laughs> much rather just like talk out my feelings in the car by myself because mm. nobody's ever going to see or hear but then that. You shit. can't go back and read it. True. But I think I have, I think it ruins it for me. The fact that I'm writing things down, it could totally be found. Not that I'm saying anything crazy or bad, but it's just like, it feels like a week. I, I already, I already feel violated That's without ever. Feeling. I know. I wish you didn't feel like that. I know. I just like, I don't, I can't, I can't feel good about journaling. And then I always write kind of messy. So nobody could see it. 
or read it I've so when that before i no. try to go back and read it i can't even read my own writing because i was already like protecting my thoughts i've wow. done that very strange I've totally done that i think also in a relationship and you're living with somebody like i completely trust kane that he would never go through my shit yeah. but it's like sometimes you use your journal to like flush out relationship feelings yeah and I've definitely felt that way where I'm like, oh, what it like just on the off chance, like that if he were to read through this, I would feel weird. Right. And yeah, it's it's a very personal thing. Yeah. Does it feel sort of like a betrayal even having negative things written down about your partner in the house that you share with them? Totally. Which, you know, I'm sure he has them about me because he totally. journals sometimes, too. And it's just I, I think it kind of goes hand in hand with people being uncomfortable with their partner having like attractions to other people as well it's like you just have to be realistic you have to know that there's times where your partner needs to vent either in a journal or to somebody else about yeah the person that they're dating and sometimes they're gonna be attracted to other people that's just what i I don't know i try to be as realistic as i can with all that shit and not hold people to unrealistic standards absolutely yeah yeah but i think yeah that's where my workaholic tendencies and i think that really stems from when I'm just being, I'm just thinking about what the f- is the point of all this, Me yeah. too. which is a very scary place to be. <laughs> That's why I have to listen to stuff before I go to sleep. Cause like that time when you're just closing your eyes. Oh man. To it's fall terrifying. asleep. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Sometimes like when, okay, when there's just nothing left to do at the end of the day and all I have to do, it's my only job now is to fall asleep and try to get rest. Sometimes I just have like this sheer panic. Me too. That just me wipes, wipes too. over me of oh. like, Oh, <gasps> last what? night was brutal. we don't know we don't know really? what's gonna happen and yeah. like i i don't know it's like a very uneasy feeling so i have to get better try to i don't know if anybody has has helped you know has any tips for something like that or like a book but i yeah i need to like yeah explore yeah. that no <laughs> i think what you said is great about distracting ourselves like our perfectionism is distracting ourselves from anxiety yeah That's but i don't like is i want to be peaceful in stillness in that moment before bed i don't want to yes. be like oh fuck here come all the thoughts yeah, you know, like, yeah. i wish it wasn't like that um Absolutely. luke severide who's a funny comedian in seattle he posted this hilarious meme on instagram where it's like a, it's a cartoon of like a guy lying down and then this little guy jumps on top of his stomach and like w- opens this long like powerpoint and it's uh, he puts his little stick out and it's like here's all the ways you fucked up today oh. <laughs> and it's like this nightly presentation that you have in your head oh of like god. going over anything that you can find that you want to beat yourself up about or oh my god yeah, yeah dude. like oh yeah. sometimes i beat myself up about stuff i say on this podcast like me, oh, me too oh, like, oh god should i not have said that was that a yeah. weird comment oh my god I sh- I, what if i offended somebody like I, i'll go through that or like was that a weird thing to say to, to, to uh kelsey and taylor like did i see something you know yeah. like, oh I, my god i will go through that i'm like oh my god like th- it's just a fucking cycle i mean yeah. it's oh. never ending you can beat yourself up about every little wow. thing in your life it makes me feel so much better that you guys both feel that way yeah i'll sometimes if i listen back i think there's certain times where if i'm having trouble articulating or something i will say like a lot and i'm like shut up (laughs) how can you not hear that you're saying that that many times in the moment what is wrong with you it's oh yeah yeah, dude sometimes i'll I'll even like watching one of our clips like oh my god i cackled at that i have a fucking (laughs) cackle who knew like (laughs) god my voice is annoying like i mean i just yeah endless or like was that text did that text sound weird and condescending oh Oh my god God, i'm an awful person i mean just like yeah you can do that you can beat yourself up until yeah yeah yeah. you've straight up like 
like I feel like you've called me and been like, I just want you to know, I wasn't trying to oh, say yeah. like yeah, that I'm you're. I'm pretty paranoid. Kelsey's oh, doing yeah. with the follow up phone call. Just yeah, so you're weird. Oh yeah, I'm Does so that paranoid. Come across weird <laughs> all the yeah. time. You you've sent me texts like while I was breaking up with people. Where you're just like, I'm so sorry if you felt like I was disrespecting your relationship <laughs> when I said that. And I was like, girl, you were correct. <laughs> like, you know, you know what is so funny? The so um, funny. the Instagram thing. We have to do an episode on it where it's I know your personality is a number one through nine. Yes. So my personality number, one of our biggest, most important things is being a good person and having mm. other people feel that you're a good person. So mm. like anything that is not in a, in alignment with me being a good person or looking or being misunderstood as somebody right. who's not a good person, mm, can't handle it. Mm. Have to just figure out right away. Did you take that the wrong way? Cause I can't handle if you took it that way. That's not how I meant it. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah you I have can't. to be able to look back at what yeah. you said and go, I'm fine. Like, I yeah, we had something today. I told you, don't worry about sending me money. Oh yeah. And like, you no, were like, I'm to. sending it to you. <laughs> and before I could even say no again, it was like Kelsey Venmo you. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like, and then I, re- I thought about it and I was like, she's probably, it's probably going to stress her out more. It's more if for you not to send me right. twenty dollars for yeah. me than for you because right. I'm like I I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's that's so generous of you, but I'm just like <laughs> I no, know because I'm the same good, way. Not a yeah. good person We're thing all that to do. Way. That's not a considerate person thing to do. You yeah. should you know it. By the way, it's you're completely fine. Uh, but I and I hope it didn't come off as me being like I was like. Does it sound like I'm being? Not genuine when no. I'm like, don't worry oh God, about we're it. So, <laughs> but we're like, so fucking we are crazy. a fucking mess. We're all mess. Mess. <laughs> but like, to think about it, where I was like, oh, I guess if I was in that situation, I would do I the would exact do same thing because it's just too much anxiety to think like, okay, well, that's very nice, but is it, how about am I being a dick? Like, I would do the exact same stuff in my head. Yeah. So then, once you sent it to me, I was like, I'm not gonna oh, make man. this a thing. You know, she has to worry about, about this a couple episodes episodes ago where we don't like to impose on people. We're not the people that are like, yes. hey, man, can I crash on your couch for two weeks? Yes. we're just like you know wwjd but what would we do like what would in this situation and i've you know i just tried oh yeah i hate feeling like i'm putting people out or you know like i just that i don't like cam and i don't even ask each other for rides to the airport we just uber to the airport and stuff like i don't i don't not even like my closest people in my life do i ask for a ride to the airport i just hop in the uber and i go by myself really same thing when i when i get off a plane i hop in an uber and i come home what if you land at like noon yeah no i just take one i just okay wow. like, I, that I'm, is like old trick i am very yeah. very like vi- I, uh, sometimes independent to a fault where i've had yeah. to get better about being like more dependent in a relationship just so i feel connected and that person feels connected to me because yeah, or else, they're I, helping mean, you. I could literally do everything on my own yeah i can yeah. i've done it before but yeah. it, it can it's, i'm very busy and very stressful and it's nice to be able to depend depend on other people but you want to do everything on your own mm-hmm. because you can control it like the money yes. thing like mm-hmm. i was talking to my therapist about this i had a therapy appointment before a date i had last week and i was like i was telling her i was like um i'm sorry i'm in the car i was like i'm i'm gonna be 30 minutes early to the state so that i can pay for my ticket and i don't have to worry <laughs> about it because i was she's like why are you doing that i was like because i just don't want to have to i don't want to i don't want to even have to think about it i don't have to worry about like are we gonna split it are we gonna do it like i just don't want to and then i hit a bunch of traffic and i ended up being five minutes late and he was already there and he already got tickets and i was just like oh my god like somebody was actually good like you know you're like you're so impressed like i was just like oh my god thank you but like that anxiety is so strong for me that i'm always that's why i'm always early because i'm just like i'll get there early i'll take care of it i won't give anyone the opportunity to like feel weird or feel like i expect anything from them like so when people do step up and just like do stuff for you without you asking you're like 
oh thank god like thank you so much yeah. for not like for just making this a non-issue oh yeah like because uh, i won't ask the best. Yeah. yeah and you have to you i mean you've gotten better about it i can see with stuff you told us about cam like yeah he, he'll take the initiative and then you've also had moments where you're like beep can you help me and i'm like yeah for you yeah, yeah. yeah. It, oh man it took a while to get there definitely um yeah. another thing that i get anxious about on this podcast is I it's it's a bad habit that I feel like everybody's trying to break is like uh assuming somebody assuming people are in a heterosexual relationship. I beat oh. myself about that so much where I'll read oh. an email from a listener and yes. it'll be a female listener and I'm like, "Oh, you're you know, your husband sounds great." It's like actually it's my it's my wife or my girlfriend. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm a fucking dick. Why am I assuming that everybody's oh. in a heterosexual relationship?" I beat myself up about that all the time because oh. I'm very like, "Dude, whoever you are come out i think it's amazing right trans w w all the things and i and i hate feeling like i am um isolating people or you know not saying yes. the right thing and i i want to be very gender fluid yeah. neutral and yeah. use all the right pronouns and like sometimes i stress myself out like oh my god i don't want to offend anybody right who's listening or that i come across or meet me in person and yeah. Uh, i yeah that one is a big one for me like i'm like oh my do they do they prefer they do they prefer yes. their name uh, do they prefer should i just like i that's yeah I, i'm tough but i'm i really try with that because it's it would be like somebody saying like I, I put myself in their shoes like when we get annoyed when somebody introduces us as like the, you, the next person's a female comedian like mm -hmm. it's yeah, just like comedian yeah com you know yeah. it's like oh yeah that that can that can sting sometimes if like somebody's constantly just like assuming that you're with a dude or assuming that you're you know what i mean right yeah. so i try to be ultra aware and sensitive of that so. i'm the same way with crowd work it's hard for me because mm. i try not to like sometimes i'll be stupid and i'll be at a college or something and i'll be like oh are you guys dating and then they'll be like no and it's like so clearly that they're not you know it, that's yeah. not their sexuality or whatever and i'm just like oh my god i'm so sorry what am i doing i'm just like <laughs> and then and when you're like I've, I've gotten better about being like not saying like do you have a boyfriend i'll just say like are you dating partner, or you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. are you you know who are you with like is your yeah is your partner are you in a relationship is your partner blah 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 and then i'll wait for them to yeah you know kind of yeah. lead me on that absolutely but oh yeah how are you doing on time I doing, to go, okay oh, we have okay. to go Corey. because delaney is very successful <laughs> uh delaney's got a show i have a yeah. show oh my gosh we're so we kept you so late oh my god i'll be all right i think uh, <sighs> traffic has died down a bit so i'm i'll be all right okay uh ttomcomedy.com at taylor tomlinson on twitter ttomcomedy on instagram yes um at kelsey cook comedy uh on instagram at kelsey cook on twitter kelseycook.com for tour dates i'm in new york city this whole weekend doing spots at the cellar and the stand um so go to my website and see where i am beautiful delaneyfisher.com at delaneyfisher across the board oh i'm sorry did i did i hurt <laughs> kitty you got sat me here. i'm sorry a, oh and fine. come to delaney special on sunday yeah the oh, 15th. Yeah. oh yeah this yes. is coming yeah, yeah. out then yeah april 15th ice house comedy club pasadena seven o'clock nine o'clock show tickets are free kelsey and taylor are going to be on the shows too it's going to be so much fun yeah love y'all so love much you guys. Bye. Love you guys. bye why won't it let